The year was 1983, and the world was astonished about what hit the market that year. No, it wasn't the birth of myself, Mr. Edward J. We're talking about the birth of our new form of family transportation. This new form was going to allow us to gain more accessibility within the vehicle and even bring more people within our vehicle for transportation needs. But why? Why did we have to do this? And why was it happening now? Well, it was happening now because one man had an idea to bring these vehicles to the market. And these vehicles essentially helped save the company they were attached to. Minivans pulled Chrysler from bankruptcy. But minivans also broke us of our need for station wagons. So for the rise of the minivan market, we salute you. And that is what Autolux will be talking about today. Autolux.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. Coming to you from our main website at autolux.net. If you haven't been there, stop by the website, take a look, go go exploring. We got a lot to offer you and a lot of great information for you to find. Existent on our help pages, corporate websites, hell, even ratings. We've been rating vehicles since model year 2009. See how some of the vehicles have rated against each other. And for this podcast for minivans check out the van portion of the ratings to see how minivans have evolved and changed for the future and we'd like to give a special thanks out to podbeam.com for getting this podcast out into the world on every major streaming service thank you podbeam from itunes to spotify you can find the autolux.net podcast wherever you go so as i said in the beginning of this podcast 1983 was a big year it was the year we were introduced to the dodge caravan and chrysler town and country the caravan. Everybody thinks of it. Is it a car? Is it a van? Well, essentially, a caravan is what brought the people to the West Coast. You're talking about back in the days of cowboys. The long caravans of people moving from place to place. Well, that's slowly what happened in the 80s. In 1983 was the beginning of the minivan era. As station wagons were starting to lose their luster, people started thinking of a way to bring the family closer together and bring us around. Well, the caravan kind of helped us get through that. With a sliding door, it made it more accessible to get your children into and out of. Hell, it was similar to that of a bus. You could just throw people in it and go. It was taller, had more headroom, and compared to a lot of the station wagons of the time, it was more energy efficient. A lot of them came as front-wheel drive. And as the world was moving into front-wheel drive vehicles, the need for our body-on-frame behemoths from the 60s and 70s of station wagons, which so famously graced the world around us, the van was was moving in. But why was it? Why was the van moving in? And why did people want to make the change? Well, it eventually became a fad. With the caravan in town and country coming out to the market and people looking at it as something different and something more accessible for their family to move about, the caravan in town and country blew up on the scenes. Soon enough, the competition was behind them. And by the late 80s, competition started to grow. But our need for station wagons in the 80s didn't diminish completely. There were still lots of people out there utilizing station wagons because they grew up with them and they were great your kids fall asleep in the back at the drive and you could just drive them home but we are about to enter the 90s in the 90s we're going to change the automotive world forever 
with new stringent safety laws in place in states, provinces, and countries around the world. Being able to drive home with your kids non-strapped in in the back of a station wagon was slowly becoming a big no-no. While in a minivan, even if they fell asleep inside of it, they were in their seat. Prop them up, put the seatbelt on, drive home. Hell, if you really wanted to, pull up on an angle, you got the sliding door you guys can all see out. It made the family excursion more fun. It gave the parents a more upright feeling, whereas people like to be able to see more of what's around them. Being in a station wagon, you're a lot lower to the ground, and it's similar to that of driving a sedan. You can only see what's around you. When you get a big truck beside you, you have trouble seeing what's around it. Whereas a minivan, you're more upright, you're higher, you can see more. A lot of people started like this because of the ability to see and the ability to jam as many people into it as possible made minivans a great way for everyone to get around. Now, as the market started growing, so did the competition. By the early 90s, both Ford and General Motors was attacking the caravan in town and country. Pontiac and their transport, Toyota with the Privia, and Ford with the Aerostar started going after the market. These vans all wanted a piece of this minivan market that was exploding onto the world. People wanted front-wheel drive vehicles, and throughout the 90s, minivans were everywhere. Everybody wanted a minivan. And because of that, a lot of vehicles started forming partnerships with each other. But with Chrysler holding nearly 50% of the market share still, it was anybody's game in the other 50%. So, General Motors with the Transport, the Chevrolet Lumina, and its Buick counterpart all went after the market. Ford with the Aerostar. Remember the original Privia? It was a giant bubble, but it maximized space. Mazda had the MPV van, the first all-wheel drive minivan for those people who live in rural areas. We, they made it easier for you to get around on back roads because not everybody lives in a central core. And Ford and Nissan formed an alliance where the Nissan Quest and Mercury Villager came from. You started seeing the competition come out. And not everybody can just sit back and watch this go by. Honda originally developed the first four-door van but as the future later dictated to us the original Odyssey wasn't really a minivan as its tall roof line and four accessible hinged doors made it more of a crossover second generation would prove to us that sliding doors were in and the minivans were in but with every great thing every major market out there they all rise and they all fall by 1996, we were hitting a peak in the minivan world, where just about every major car company had their own minivan. And this was riding all the way to the early 2000s. Even as the SUV craze started picking up ground in the late 90s, the products like the Dodge Durango and even the Ford Explorer, people still look towards products like the Odyssey, the Sienna, and the Caravan. They wanted minivans because minivans were better on gas. The sliding doors made it more accessible you had ample headroom and by this time people were starting to move more products into them hell you can utilize minivans for anything i know people who have minivans who use them as their trucks they pull all the seats out and they can even get an eight foot sheet of drywall into their van so people saw the usage in that dodge brought out a mass quantity of cup holders then they brought in the dual sliding door and then they tricked everyone over by making it easy for you to take the seat 
seats out. This was the biggest game changer out there, whereas minivans before were just like original cargo vans, just better on gas. You could fit everybody in it. It was better on gas, but now you could take the seats out and utilize it as a covered truck. And as everybody still wanted front-wheel drive vehicles, the minivan was still going. So by the early 2000s, minivans were in. Wagons were on their way out. But the minivan craze can't last forever. And really, it couldn't. Whereas the early 2000s gave us products like the Kia Sedona and the Hyundai Entourage. The great fall of 2008 showed us that our SUV crazes, which is slowly gaining traction, might retract. We might start losing the SUV craze due to the price of gas. But by 2009, when gas prices started to retract, minivans became less desirable. They became the image of the slow and boring. SUVs were slowly becoming the new family hauling vehicle. And even though companies like General Motors, Toyota, Ford, and even Chrysler had multiple vans, this market was retracting. And slowly, a lot of these companies started to retract their vehicles from the market, seeing that vans were slowly becoming an obsolete product. Whereas cargo vans were really big in the late 70s and early 80s, by the 90s, they started to be seen as kind of a cliche of a time before where people wanted to sleep in their vans. Now they were considered cargo vans for the movement of products and material or for that strange creepy guy that lives down the road. Minivans were slowly starting to get an image like that. Gotta remember, minivans were unibody construction. They were essentially sedans, just bigger. They didn't take the world over from station wagons. They were more of an evolutionary chain from station wagons. We said the hell with four hinge doors and said yes to sliding access. We did this because getting child seats in was so much easier. If you're a parent like myself, you'll understand that getting child seats into station wagons isn't incredibly easy. Hell, putting them in the back seat of a coupe isn't easy. So as these new safety features came in, station wagons disappeared, similar to that of the coupe and convertible market. Because now new safety features are coming in, which make it hard Harder and harder for us to bring our kids along in any vehicle out there. With minivans, it was easy. And with the introduction of dual sliding doors, it was way better. Now you can have a child on either side. You can easily access them from either side. Get them in, get them out, move them here, move them there. It was so easy. But just before the fall of the markets in 2008, products like the Hummer H2 and the Cadillac Escalade were gaining grounds in the SUV marketplace. Sure, they were big and luxurious, but these big luxury vehicles being owned by superstars around the world were making more people want them. Wider was now better, and four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive was the best. The days of front-wheel drive were diminishing. People started to realize that rear-wheel drive was actually a bit safer than the front-wheel drive products of the 1980s and 90s. And with most minivans out there being only front-wheel drive, they started to look not as safe. And with more and more people waiting longer before they got into a vehicle, having a minivan just didn't seem like an option to have this big heavy vehicle in the ass end which only drives by the front wheels you couldn't have it that way no like these things were death traps in a snowstorm and as we watched our parents push these vehicles out of snowdrifts when we were children we said no we want all-wheel drive but at that time even with gas prices the way they were all-wheel drive was only a thing in the utility marketplace and as CUVs and SUVs started gaining more traction 
traction. Due to the fact that they had the all-wheel drive capabilities, minivans started to diminish. Right at the end of the minivan craze, companies like Volkswagen finally got into the minivan market. Teaming up with Chrysler to build the Rutan, it only lasted a few years in the North American marketplace before diminishing. General Motors had an extravagant amount. They had the Chevrolet Uplander, Saturn Relay, Buick Terrazzo, and a Pontiac Montana. And before it, they even had the Oldsmobile Silhouette, all built off the same platform. They may have looked the part of all-wheel drive to try and distinguish you away from buying that CUV on the lot, but these vans, their days were numbered. People didn't want them. Vans were disappearing from the world stage. And as the market retracted and went more towards crossover utility vehicles, more and more companies got out of it. Soon enough, the memory of the Hyundai Entourage was no more. Buick not having a minivan was gone. Pontiac and Saturn were completely gutted and disappeared during the, the financial crisis, so their vans were easy to kick the bucket. Ford slowly transitioned over to the crossover world with the Ford Flex, essentially bringing up the old Ford LTD station wagons from the 1980s and stretching them upwards to give you the Ford Flex. Four hinged doors and ample headroom, but its odd looks and the fact that crossover were still seen as the counterparts to vans. They never took off. The Explorer now was moving from body on frame to unibody. We were starting to see products like the Durango really take off. More and more companies were starting to invest their money into crossover utility vehicles. And as this market expanded and the demand for subcompact, compact, midsize, and even full-size ones started to outweigh that of the minivan. With the introduction of products like the Chevy Traverse, Mazda C X9 and the Honda Pilot, the need for a minivan disappeared. We can now fit the same amount of people as a minivan into our CUV. We now have all-wheel drive, which makes it better in the snow. They're higher off the ground, which makes it better on back roads. The possibility of rollover is still there, but it doesn't feel like we're driving a bland, boring vehicle. It now feels like we're king of the world. We're sitting up high and we have the power behind it. Where minivans were slow and sluggish compared to the CUV counterparts, People still wanted power. They wanted fun. They wanted to save money on gas, but didn't realize the all-wheel drive systems that now underpinned all of our crossover utility vehicles were costing them more than what they would have paid in minivan markets. But with minivans losing their image as a standard family vehicle, CUVs was taking out their market. Today, there's only a few of these companies which remain. Toyota has the Sienna. Honda has the Odyssey. Mazda has no minivan. Well, in the North American market. Same with Nissan. Mitsubishi never even got into it. And Suzuki's not even here. Hell, Subaru jumped the scale and went straight to the Tribeca with a crossover. And now they have the Ascent. Volkswagen pulled the plug on the Rutan. General Motors completely cut minivans out of their entire marketplace and doesn't even have a single one this day. Whereas today, ALVs are slowly taking over for where sedans once stood in a product lineup. CUVs have completely taken over for the minivan market, but not everywhere. Minivans are still seen by some people as a usable vehicle. There are still customers out there who require them. Just like there are still people out there who want a coupe, who want a station wagon. So the market's there. It's just not as big as it once was in the 90s, when every major car company had a van in the marketplace. Now everybody has a crossover utility vehicle in nearly every segment of that marketplace. From micro to full-size, CUVs have all of them. Minivans only ever had one counterpart in a North American climate, and that was the 
compact van, which only came available from Mazda. When the MPV disappeared, the Mazda 5 took over and the CX-9 grew up. But eventually we know what happened to the Mazda 5, whereas it still had that van cliche. Even being a compact van, it had the cliche of being a van. And that, on top of all-wheel drive, essentially killed the minivan in the market. Today, companies like Toyota have added all-wheel drive to their vans to make them more inspiring to the people who want the all-wheel drive system in it. This allows them to gain the same traction as their crossover utility market, but they now have more interior room than the CUV. The minivan market isn't completely down and out. It still exists, and it actually still exists in a decent number. With Toyota still selling many Siennas and the Odyssey going strong, Chrysler still actually has two products. They have the Caravan and the Pacifica. Soon enough, the Caravan will be killed off. But in select markets, the last generation Pacifica is being rebranded as either a Voyager or a Chrysler Grand Caravan. They're only doing this because they know they still own that market. And when they make money off of it, it essentially becomes the bread and butter for the Chrysler division. You have to hold on to it. People still want a big vehicle. And there's still people out there that like them. I'm not a big minivan person, but yes, I do have my choices if I went out and bought one. There are only really two that I would ever look at, and I'll only look at them because of their style. But minivans aren't completely dead. Asian markets still have lots of vans. Japan has a lot of the key vans, and China actually has tons of minivans. The minivan market is actually exploding in China in the luxury part of the market, with companies now like Hongqi, Gangsu Automotive Group, Lexus, and Buick going after luxury minivans as new limos of the future. The minivan market may have a fighting chance. We may never see these products on North American shores, but the minivan market will never be dead. It is a product that people still require and still want. Station wagons have essentially become a a cliche item of the past. Whereas sedans are slowly being pushed out by active lifestyle vehicles, the minivan could just merge with the crossover. By adding all-wheel drive and a more friendly front end, the minivan of tomorrow will be more inspiring to people who want to move their families. So even though you don't see as many minivans going into a place like Six Flags, I went to Darien Lake one year and every second vehicle in the lineup was a minivan. When I go to Canada's Wonderland now, every second vehicle in the lineup is a CUV. So you can see how the market has changed, how the perception has changed. But again, the market was changed due to technology. Everybody in the 80s thought front wheel drive was way superior than rear wheel drive, where most station wagons were body on frame rear wheel drive vehicles. And with people being pushed into the minivan marketplace for front wheel drive family accessibility, wagons slowly died out. But now with minivans holding on due to specific markets, they can hold out against CUVs. Will we ever see them as big as we did in the 90s? No. Not unless everybody at tomorrow says, I don't want a CUV, I want a van. If the market completely changes the perception on it, then yes. But as of right now, the minivan in the North American marketplace is at the bottom of the barrel. So in the end, really have minivans died out? No. They've retracted extensively since the 90s, but they haven't died out. They haven't gone the way of station wagons, and not nearly enough as the way of sedans. They are there. They are just not in the same numbers they once were. Will this van market pick up in the future? There is a possibility with more people wanting to move into it, but now with less people wanting two-car driveways, the van market of tomorrow may be more inclined for point-to-point -point services, such as 
ride hailing. So yes, Vans of Tomorrow will be required, just not in the way you think. So if you like this podcast, please like, share, or comment about it. Send it off to your friends, to your family, to your co-workers. Tell them all about this. Ask them. Who has a minivan these days? Seriously. And why did you buy the van over the CUV? Like, why do you own a Pacifica and not a CX-9? These are the questions we need to ask these people. Because they are the reason why this market isn't completely gone. And after that, stop by the website, autolux.net, and take a look at some of the vehicles we're talking about. Some of the minivans that even existed back in the 90s that you probably forgot about. Quite a few of them are there. Check it out on autolux.net. And while there, stop by and see what else the Autolux team has to offer. And thanks out to Podbeam again for getting us out onto all major streaming services. From iTunes to Spotify to even Amazon Music, the Autolux podcast can be found anywhere. So for myself, Everett J, and the whole Autolux team here, strap yourself in for this one family ride on a minivan.